right, so today we're gonna get a little personal with Ashley. Her man just got back into town, and to be honest, he's been out working, and the project that he's working on, when Ashley showed me, the first thing I said was, he's still working on that? So we'll get to what that was, plus a dude who decided to take his date on a high-speed cop chase on a motorcycle, and we even had a moment to catch up with Hardy, who's going to be one of our performers at Country Thunder. His parents, how are they enjoying his success? One of them got to retire. All of that in this show that starts right now. Okay, Ashley came in here with some inspiration, and uh, I love it. And, you know, this morning show, we don't get political, regardless who's in the presidential seat, uh, regardless who's in the school board seat. <laughs> Uh, that's what we wanted to talk about right now because Ashley said, man, these school boards, some of them, you know, having meetings until late in the night yeah, where still parents are voicing their opinions, you know, those who sit on the board of the school boards. Uh, Ashley, you brought up a great point. You know, you, you sign up for a job, but do you really know how overwhelming it's going to be? Well, nobody knows. I guarantee you nobody on any school board was expecting having to get in fights and having to get in arguments and having to listen to parents on both sides, you know, about this. Of yeah. course, school boards, you know, they have obviously have big decisions to make about other things as well, but then slap this on top of them. And I, I didn't think about this because last night I was laying in bed and uh, the, I had the news on and they kept checking back in in Volusia County. And it was like, it was late. It had to have been like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And that's how late the school board meeting was running because they were trying to figure out something with the mask mandate over there where they did vote to adopt the mask mandate over in Volusia County to start after Labor Day and run through the end of October. But you had very heated and passionate parents on both sides. And I just think about all the people serving on those school boards, whether you you as a parent sign up for an organization that you think you're helping the greater good of your child's school because you want to help or be a part of PTA or something else like that. Yeah. And then you get, you know, brought into it even on an even higher level. And, I, and I'm not a parent by any means. I cannot imagine what you are going through when you have to make these decisions every day be a part of one of these boards or groups or organizations to make decisions for the children. Well, I'm glad you brought it up. You know, to you out there and, uh, you know, of course, um, with uh, like anything, you're going to have some people who lose it, some people uh, who, uh, you know, don't say anything at all. Uh, you know, completely different sides of, of the table. So totally. just thank you so much for being level-headed. And uh, from OB Ashley, those of us here at K-Nation, to you, the National Anthem. K-92-3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. So this was all over the tabloids yesterday. People Magazine covering it, E.T., all that stuff that Chase Rice and Kristen Cavallari. Now, you may know her, remember her way back from that show, Laguna Beach, The Hills. I mean, since then, she's obviously an adult now, very successful businesswoman, millionaire of a giant company called Uncommon James, lives in Nashville, yeah. uh, was dating Jay Cutler, was married to Jay Cutler, former NFL player for a long time. Um, and so I think these are very premature rumors. I think it's been like she came to one of his concerts and they've been hanging out for like a month is what the sources said. So... Of course, you know, when anyone finds something out about someone who's of a little bit of fame dating someone new and, you know, Chase Rice, he's a big country star. He has performed on The Bachelor before, so a lot well, of people and, knew him there. And he is single. I mean, would we be excited about this? I mean, the both of them are pretty successful. I, I think she's got the bigger career, though, right? Pro I mean, probably behind the scenes. I think his success, too. A lot of people don't realize how much money he's made off of just the song Cruise. 
that he was a songwriter on way back in the day for wow. Florida Georgia Line. But she's also got three kids, so that would be new for him. I know he's got like a niece and and maybe niece and nephews, but definitely a niece that he's like super close with. Every time he posts a picture, I think women are swooning because he looks so cute with the kiddos. But yeah, I think it's premature and just one of those tabloid things, anything you can get your hands on. So whatever it may be, we'll keep you posted. Now, Carrie Underwood and Dan and Shay doing a song together. This is pretty cool. Now, it's part of a movie soundtrack. The movie is called Dear Evan Hansen, and that doesn't come out until September 24th. But we're going to hear the song this Friday. And this is all they gave us, the instrumental. <laughs> so if you can imagine Carrie Underwood, Shay and Dan and Shay's voice on that. I mean, it's going to be so strong. I mean, that, you know, um first of all, when you when you played that for us, like it the music sounds so dramatic that you know it's going to be a heavy heavy movie itself. Right? Yeah, for sure. And so just hearing those voices Friday, we'll finally hear that. So I'll grab it for Ashley's all access on Friday. And then tonight uh, if you're into those CMT Crossroads shows, remember, this is where they have multiple artists kind of cross-genre. Well, this is the first time that they have a hip-hop artist headlining. And you're like, wait, what? CMT? It's because it's Nelly, and he put out a whole country album with tons of country stars, from Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line uh, to also Kane Brown. So 10 o'clock on CMT, you can watch that. And then also tomorrow night, if you remember, CMA did their big summer jam just a few weeks ago in Nashville with huge stars. That's going to include the Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani performance. Oh, yeah. That's tomorrow night at 8 o'clock on ABC. Ashley's All Access is brought to you by Safe Touch Security, home of the verified response. The Obi and Ashley podcast is brought to you by All American Solar, where you can harness the power of the sun to power your home or business and free yourself from ever-rising power bills. While helping the environment, you can schedule your free estimate today by calling 386-GO-SOLAR or visiting allamericansolar.com. Ian Ashley in the morning on K-82-3. It's time, time for the O-Town Showdown. Powered by Appliance Stockade in Merritt Island. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hey. Good morning. So let's take a look at who we have here. It looks like Shelly of Satellite Beach. Good morning. Hey. Going up against Jeff, who's representing the fine folks out of Malabar. Yeah, buddy. Good morning. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> nice. All right. So we got a chance to say good morning to the both of you. Why don't you contenders say good morning to each other? Good morning, Good Jeff. Morning. Okay, love Good it. Look. All right, so this is the way the game is played. My beautiful co-host here, Ashley. Hi. She's got three questions for you, and the questions, not that hard. Nope. It's not who's the smartest, it's who's the quickest. Using their sound and having the right answer, that's how you win the showdown, all right? So let's let's get those buzzer sounds from y'all. So, Shelly, ladies first, what's going to be your sound when you think you're right? Uh, Bailey. Bailey, who's that? That's my dogging. Oh. Aww. Love it, love it. All right, Jeff, Malabar, what's going to be your sound? I'm going to go with Bruno. Who's that? That's my little chihuahua. Look at that. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> this is perfect. We're ready for the O-Town Showdown. Question number one, since you're playing for Country Thunder tickets, who's the Country Thunder headliner well-known for wearing Ray-Bans? Bruno. Okay. What you got there, Jeff? That's the chief. That's Mr. Church. You got it. Always in those sunglasses. <laughs> okay, so that's one for Malabar, which means Satellite Beach needs one to stay in the game. All right, question oh. two. 
Tomorrow night is UCF's home football opener for the season. What is the UCF mascot? Bruno. Oh, what you got, Jeff? It's a night. It is wow. a night. Wow, Woo! Jeff just on it today. Yeah, that's two in a row, making Jeff the winner of the O-Town Showdown. Congratulations, yeah. Jeff. I know you wanted to take your All wife right. out to Country Thunder, so we're getting you three-day passes and also getting you an upgrade to the Rock and Range, and that's actually a standing pit with access to the runway. So super cool. All right, I can't wait, y'all. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, love it now. Shelly, come on in here for this air hug. This is our favorite part, and, of course, we'll save you for redemption. Oh, bring it in. But you, Bailey, <laughs> come on. Oh. Congratulations. Oh. Oh. Guys, thank you for participating in another edition of the O-Town Showdown. Showdown. Hey, 92.3. Doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. In the morning. Man, you could use some good news, right? Some positive news after everything going on out there. This is what doing the right thing's all about. Yeah. Okay. So, this story, it doesn't start here in the United States, even though the story of the doing the right thing itself takes place within the United States. Okay. okay? You following me? This guy, <laughs> Mutabazi, ran away from his home because he had an abusive father. And this is back in Uganda. Wow. Uh, was able to be taken in by a good Samaritan who brought him in. Uh, from there, he was able to get a, a formal education, really rise to the ranks, and just really become a person who was able to then give back to the community in the foster program. So because of the upbringing that he had, he had the feelings to take care of other kids who prob- who quite possibly went through something like that. And in yeah. the foster care system... Uh, it is a little different, uh, a little different than the adoption program. For instance, my wife and I, we had the opportunity to foster, and I think one thing that I I didn't like about it was uh, I I wanted to keep the kids. I wanted to keep the kids. It would be really really hard. Yeah, and with the foster program, there's always an opportunity for those parents to come back. Anyways, uh, Murabati, he decided to help out with the foster care system, and then what ended up happening was he, because of how great and, and the amount of kids that he fostered, he ended up adopting one of them. And the kid would always ask. As a matter of fact, the kid would always ask him, like, when are you going to adopt me? When are you going to adopt me? Oh, yeah. And uh, because of the foster care program, like I just explained, you know, he could never give him a date. Well, he was finally able to adopt this son. Amazing. Then COVID happened. The father-son duo decide, because the foster care system is going through such a a heartbreak and heartache with coronavirus, the father-son duo decided to open their home. Wow. So they were taking care of another four kids throughout all of this. And uh, you just got to love this because here you have a man who took a a horrible scenario, you know, abusive dad. You know, there are a lot of stories out there that are like that. Uh, Sometimes even abandonment. Completely, where the parent, mm. both parents aren't even around. Yeah. And these individuals who are able to take these really, what could be a really, really dark story, and you're able to turn it into something like this, where he's now able to lift up these kids, you know, these kids who in other scenarios would feel completely forgotten. Yeah. And I feel like what you hit the nail on the head is as to how I would feel too. When you, when you foster, it takes a special person because you do have to live with the fact like, hey, they, you're going to grow an attachment there. Yeah. You might want to, you know, eventually adopt officially, but it might not be that situation for you. You might have to end up departing, you know, the situation with that particular child. So for this guy to go through this with all these children, I mean, how many lives really, when it comes down to it, is he saving? 
I mean, yeah, because these kids, you know, where their scenarios could be dark now because of Mutabati. Now these kids probably were probably thinking of education, what they can further uh, sure. themselves to help others. I mean, so cool. So here you have, uh, uh, again, this guy with a horrible situation uh, that started in Uganda, but ended with something beautiful, a dream for these kids here in the United States. Mutabati, and I hope I'm saying that name right. It sounds it's, right. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it looks right on paper, but uh, but thank you for, so much for doing the right thing and inspiring us. Obi and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Bel Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. Vincent Rogers and Luke Holmes there on K92.3. Orlando's number one for new country, also the same station that just last week turned into a bank, giving you a grand uh, five times a day. Now, remember, you're just about 20 minutes away from getting that keyword, and that's how simple it is. You're going to hear us give you a keyword. We're going to spell it out for you, so this way there's no confusion. You text that in, and you could be $1,000 richer within 15 minutes. Super easy. Uh, now, I want to get to uh, Ashley, and uh, you know, I did ask you that while your partner ever leaves town... Do you ever do anything extra? Like, do you ever find this freedom of, oh, I get to do this, or now I get to binge watch this show without anybody telling me how many of those you're going to watch back to back? Right. Well, it's funny. On a weekend, maybe, somebody asked me that the other day, and I was like, you realize I have a full-time job that's like actually many hours a week, not just, you know, doesn't end at 10 a.m. And because Matt's been out of town for work, and I've been busy with my own work. So most of the time during the week, no. I mean, there might be those little things that you do where I'm not too worried about making a really good dinner. Like I'll kind of just half-ass it if I even cook myself dinner. Uh, You know, there's stuff like that that I'm a little more lax on when he's on the road. So, I mean, he'll be back today, but... Yeah, not yeah, really. Yeah. Well, first of all, let's talk about what your uh, what your husband does for a living because when you said why he was gone, I was like, st- what? They're still working on that? Yeah. Like I think I, that seems like eons ago, but uh, this is uh, up in Nashville, right, or uh, in Tennessee? Yeah. So in Nashville, literally, if you guys remember, December twenty fifth, Christmas morning. You remember on the news? Might have been the first thing you woke up to. There was a the bombing. That affected all those buildings right there, like yeah. in the heart of Tennessee, where there's tons of honky tonks and stores. So my husband, he is with a firm, they're public adjusters. So years back, he worked on the insurance side of things for State Farm, where he used to do catastrophe work, you know, like going after hurricane damage and and homes and buildings and whatever and assessing those. Well, now he works on the other side for people that own the properties, the buildings, whether it's residential or commercial. So they've been up there working on some of the buildings that were involved in the explosion. So they were in there... They were there January and they did their first assessment and it took this entire time. And this is just like the process sometimes that I've, I've learned. I would have known nothing about this stuff with, I, until I met him. I know nothing. <laughs> I know. So that's why like you, you showed me pictures of what he was going to uh, work on. I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on. These pictures look exactly like they did a year ago. What is it? What has happened? And you were like, yeah, they're still working on it. It's crazy. So anyone um, that anyone that's ever filed an insurance claim too, like, you know, and then if you hire a public adjuster, you know, they try and make sure you're getting the most money that you're owed. So they, they're back there now, now that the contractors and everything have cleared these buildings out so that they can assess the foundations and all this other stuff. But it has literally been since December and even his boss, uh, the girl who owns the company, like she's a badass and she knows all this stuff. She started in this line of work too. Like she knows all the insurance, all the wow. property. She posted some things yesterday with pictures and exactly what you said, Obi, like when things like this happen, 
You don't realize how long it takes for people to rebuild, for these things to process. They're just there now, you know, meeting with engineers, experts on the buildings. And a lot of yeah. them are historic there in Nashville. You know, I it's funny. Like, this is a total side note, but I don't know why I'm so surprised when we when we passed the I-400, eyesore on I-4. <laughs> <laughs> right? Look at, at that thing for 20 years and being Seriously. like, what's going on? What's taking so long with this? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, uh, well, glad to know that your man's back home, and uh, we're going to get ready for your all-access here next. K-92-3. Two people. One date. Zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update. Brought to you by attorney Dan Newland. In a wreck, need a check, Google Dan Newland. Danny, where are you calling us from? Oh, I live off Alasaya. Okay. All right. Okay. So why are you calling us this morning? All right. So I had this date the other day, and I'm shocked that she hasn't called me back. Okay. What'd you guys end up doing? Oh, so I asked her if she was free uh, the other night. And she said that she was going to her nephew's birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, but if I wanted, I could come with her. And I, and I jumped on the opportunity, absolutely. <laughs> That's so funny. That is fun. I mean, and, and kind of low-key, right? But what about meeting all the family? That's my question. If there was a bunch of family there, that could be nerve-wracking. Well, actually, it was like there were so many people there that I didn't really have to meet anyone new. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right. nice. All right, okay, so where are we now? Well, we had a great time. We were playing all these games, and then she never called me back. Well, okay, so, Danny, all we're going to do here is try to get a hold of this girl, Pam, and the information that you gave us and see if we can talk to her, okay? All right, sounds good. Hello? Uh, yes, we'd love to speak to Pam, please. Um, oh, man, she's calling? Yes, Pam. This is Obi. That is Ashley. Hey, Pam. And we are a morning radio hey. show. The both of us work for the big station here in town, K92.3. Okay. <laughs> We're Hi. calling you because you went on a date with a gentleman, and we would love to set you guys back up on another date. Okay, wait. wait. You're calling from the radio about a, a date I went on? Yes. If you've never heard this before, it may seem a little weird. But this gentleman says he went with you to your nephew's birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, and he hasn't heard from you since. So we're just wondering oh boy. if something went down. Um, okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Just tell me, where are you guys calling from again? Okay. So we're, so we're on the air for K92.3, and our job is oh. to get you back on another date with Danny, if that's going to be a possibility. Okay. And it won't be Chuck E. Cheese. And it you even know it's Chuck E. Cheese. Wow, you guys know yeah, everything, huh? He said, he said he was, I mean, he sounded super sweet. Oh, my God, I can't believe he called you. Yes, he, he is, but he's just not an honest dude. It's just not my people. Uh-oh. There was a $100 bill on the floor, and I saw him. He found it, which is awesome, cool, $100. But the way that I would go about that is I would go to Lost and Found, see if somebody had lost it. Right. But he's just like, out loud. I was like, oh, we should bring it. And he's like, no, find the keepers. And I was just like, wow. He, he said that to you? He said finders keepers? He said it out loud as if like, without even thinking. Like, it wasn't even a thought to go give it to a person back. Yeah, and I'd um, imagine that there was like probably a lot of people there that there was so you knew that could have lost it. Yes. Wow. Ooh. I mean, if a kid would have found it, a kid probably would have kept it too. Well. But kids don't know better. He, we're adults, right? Okay, so that's the reason then, right? 
Yeah, that was it. I mean, otherwise, it was nice with Chuck E. Cheese fun, but yeah, no, that did it for me. So, if you don't mind, Pam, can we bring Danny into this conversation? Because he just heard everything you said. Um, okay. I can't believe it was about a hundred dollar bill. Well, wait. So that happened. It happened, and I can't believe I I tried to just kind of let that fizzle and go away, but now this is awkward. And we don't want it to be awkward. Listen. And hey, he wanted to know what it was. So I mean, I'm surprised I, that you didn't think about that, Danny. If, if you find money on the ground, you take it. If somebody would have like said that they were no. missing money, I would have given it up. But it's but find his keepers. Yeah, but sometimes people don't realize that until like they go home and they're like, "Oh man, I lost a hundred bucks." Man, and there's nothing like that feeling too, right? Like a hundred bucks is significant enough that you're like, "Damn it!" Yeah, and I would imagine at that time though, it's probably like a private birthday party, right? Where you could have asked some people. Like, that was all my family and my family's friends. It was for my nephew. Like, what if it was somebody, one of theirs? But you were all about keeping it. I found money once at a store, and I gave it, and I watched the person at the store pocket it. Like, I watched the cashier pocket the money. Oh. oh wow. If it was on a street corner or something where nobody was around, then, yeah, okay, that's, you can't figure out whose it is, but it was my family. Man, if this is seriously about $100, come get it and take it. I don't even want it anymore. Yeah, I don't want your $100. That's rude. I'm, you shouldn't even say that to me right now. You should have just done the right thing. Wow. Okay, so guys, uh, no second date? <laughs> I'm going to say no. That seems apparent. Home of Obie and Ashley's second date update. Obie and Ashley, K92.3. Orlando's number one for new country. Just another reminder, too, that you've got more of your Country Thunder tickets coming your way just after five. If you're somebody who you didn't get a chance to listen in the seven o'clock hour when we gave them to you, another set of three-day passes coming your way just after five. All right. uh, You know what I love about the second date update? Is when we're out in public and somebody comes up to me and they're like, how how can that possibly be for real? (laughs) Like, I mean, for real, like people would really do that. Okay, we just played one. Where the guy found a hundred bucks inside of Chuck E. Cheese, yeah, and pocketed it. Okay, finally, and he said finders keepers. Yep. Okay, in this case, not everything makes it to radio, right? As far as a second date, this dude. I want to talk about this guy. This guy's over in uh, in Clearwater. His name's Taylor Beverly. You may know him. Looks like a cool guy. Twenty two years old on the back of a twenty seventeen uh, rice rocket machine, super okay. fast motorcycle. Yeah. And decided to speed with his date on their first date attached to his back. And it was basically like a high-speed police chase. And he even admitted he was trying to show off. So we were like, oh my gosh, if that doesn't sound like a guy who would be calling us for second date update, I don't know what does. But this just happened last Thursday. And the guy, I mean, the guy fully admitted to the cops. He was trying to impress his date. And she wanted nothing to do with it. I mean, can you imagine? She wanted nothing to do with getting back on that motorcycle ever again or probably talking to him. Yeah, well, uh, so some of the details c- come out. And uh, you know what's great is that, I mean, he, re- he really did do it in style. Like, if you're going to paint a picture of, like, something in a movie, like, he turned around, looked at cops, and then sped. Yeah. And then went well over 100 miles an hour, uh, going through several red lights, cruising in and out of traffic, mind you, with a stranger on his back. I See, mean, this is the first date, y'all. I saw a meme last week, and this one, it was so great. It was like, guys, men, please know a woman is never going to find you attractive for screeching your tires out or driving ridiculously. It's like the most unattractive thing. I cannot stand it. 
It's like, I don't, I get it where boys are going to be boys and like you might be out of the mud hole or you're doing something and you're screeching your trucks. Like that's one thing. But if you're just on like a residential neighborhood and you know, you're driving past a lady, a girl, like it's not impressive. And then you're going to go over a hundred miles an hour on a bike. You idiot. Her life is at risk. Oh man. <laughs> uh, you know, just, just a couple of reminders for us guys. And, and Ashley, I know as you say that you're like, you know, the screeching of the tires and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, man, I just screeched my tires this morning. Yeah, but you weren't doing it to impress a girl. No, That's what I'm I wasn't. No, no, no. I, I definitely wasn't. Uh, but, you know, just I, I don't know what it is about us guys that we like to go fast. Don't do it with a girl on the back of your motorcycle that it's your first date and you're putting everyone's life at risk. All right. Well, if you know Taylor Beverly, he's right down the road. He's right oh, over God. in Clearwater. If you know him, say what's up. He, he was uh, posted $10,000 bond wow. for that little trick right there. Ooh. Obi and Ashley, K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. So there's no doubt about it. These next nine days are going to be really, really, really fun uh, for you. They're going to be awesome as we give you more tickets to Country Thunder. For us here, we're seeing boxes come in of stuff that we're going to be throwing out to you. Yeah. You know, we've got this these really cool um, uh, the towels that will keep you cool out in the heat, Nasty which we know heat. we're going to need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's that, clear bags, really fun stuff. Um, now, we just got a chance to catch up with Hardy not too long ago, who will be bringing down the house on Sunday night. So when Dirks wraps up everything, and you and just about when you think Country Thunder's done, <laughs> yeah, then Hardy's going to take over. It's going to be crazy because I I mean, they've had artists, in, we've had them in the Electric Thunder tent before, which is a t- completely different stage. But to have a Hardy... Someone of his level already with so many fans. It's going to be madness out there, but in catching up with him, and we're going to have tons of artists on the show next week, so you definitely don't want to miss out on that. Like All the Country Thunder artists are going to be on the station next week, uh, but this was one of the times we got to catch up with Hardy. Yeah, and I love the question that you asked about his family, because every, everybody wonders, you know, like your parents, did they support you? What happens to them after you become big? Here's that moment. How does your family take it? They got to be proud of you. Oh, yeah. They're taking it all in stride, man. They're very supportive. They they moved to Nashville kind of after my stuff started snowballing a little bit. They know more about what's going on in my life than I do, I feel like. You know, they keep up with everything, and they're uh, close with, like, my Big Loud team. They're, my parents are so, so involved and, and so proud. Um, sometimes a little too involved, but, you know, parents... <laughs> What did the parents do before, before, while you were still trying to, you know, on the up and come up? Like, what did they do before that they that they left to join you? Uh, my mom just worked. She was the food service manager at a high school um, back wow. home in Mississippi. And my dad was a chicken farmer. Whoa, cool. Dang. Yeah, so I grew up um, in the chicken house for, I mean, not literally, but, you know, that was my... That was my first form of work, was working in the chicken house when I was probably 10 years old. So then again, don't mind me for, for digging, but when they when they decided to go to Tennessee to meet up with you, what there must have been a huge weight off of their shoulders of like, oh, what are they doing for a living now? My mom is retired. My dad works for the state of Tennessee in amusement park safety, ironically. Dang. Issues permits for um, Dollywood and all these play anything that falls under the category of amusement parks he sends people out to go inspect stuff to make sure it's all good and we'll issue them permits like oh that's cool roller coasters and stuff it's crazy yeah that's like a no joke job he's got a serious responsibility yeah totally he really does there's a lot there's a lot of uh, safety involved in that for sure
All right. Okay. So that again was our moment with Hardy. And I mean, it's so cool to hear, you know, of parents' success. Of course, if you're a parent out there, you're probably wondering, you know, all this investment that I'm making in my child. Right. I hope it pays off. No kidding. Well, I think too, a lot of people don't realize sometimes when they see visually some of these artists and what they look like, like, oh, that guy didn't grow up in the country or doing anything. And then you hear Hardy growing up like with his dad as a chicken farmer and stuff like that. We're going to hear a lot of that next week, too, because we're going to have Dirks on the show. We're going to yeah. have Russell Dickerson on the show, Old Dominion. Everybody that's going to be out at, Russell, or, uh, at Country Thunder is going to be on our show next week. It's nice. We're just under 10 days. So as we get even closer and closer, uh, the intensity, the uh, pureness of Country Thunder being right in front of everyone's face, it's going to be more apparent. So Obi and Ashley, K92.3 with Ashley's All Access next. And there you have another show from Obi and Ashley. Hey, we really appreciate you taking the time. We realize that uh, life is busy. And so the fact that you give our show a listen, it really is important. So the other ways that you can find us, my partner here, Ashley. Yep, on Instagram, at Ashley in Florida. Super easy. And then me, anywhere you search Obi Diaz. That's where you'll find me. All right, thank you again for making this podcast the number one most listened to podcast in Central Florida. We really appreciate it. And we'll catch you on the next one. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.